Moon Podcast Escalation! Hello, everyone. My name is Jordan D. White. My name is Chris Sims, and this is Sailor Business. It's the podcast where we watch every episode of the classic 1990s anime Sailor Moon, and we talk about why it is that we love it so very much. 18 more, <laughs> and we can go to heaven. You, I mean, you make it sound like you don't love it. I do love it. I do love it. But 18 more. <laughs> uh, and, and look, here's the thing, Jordan. I will introduce yes. you in a second, Annie. Uh, here's the thing. We can get into this in a minute. I'm going to come. I'm, I'm going to have to come down anti-chibi-chibi. Oh. I'm a hard no. I'm a hard pass on chibi-chibi. So quick. Yeah. Uh, All but right. Well, I look forward to, to hearing the details. To help us get through these last 18 episodes, specifically this episode and the next one, we have invited back for our final season, one of our favorite guests, a, a true sailor business all-star, Annie Creighton is back. Annie, welcome back to the show. How are you? I am delighted to be here. I also have chibi-chibi opinions, so I'm glad that we're doing this today. Just a, a stern no from me. <laughs> do not, do not care for this. Yeah. Wow. Annie, you have been on several episodes, so if uh, listeners, lot, yeah. dedicated listeners should be aware of your uh, your history with the franchise at this point. Uh, but do you have any recent Sailor Moon developments in your life? Uh, no, I have actually not watched any more Sailor Moon since uh, since last time, except for right now. So this is this is all stunning and new to me. This is fun. <laughs> really? Wait. <laughs> Wait, so you've never seen these before? No, 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 no. Sailor Stars was like something that I read about on like friggin' GeoCities webpage. It's in middle school. All right. All right. Uh, we were talking about that earlier, and I mentioned to you that that seems to have been the case for quite a few people. Yeah, because I was like, hey, Chris, should I should I watch like anything for context? And you're like, no. <laughs> what what context would possibly help is my question. <laughs> fair uh but like I that's mean, like i feel like we've run up against that with a lot of people that we've had on this last season uh, a lot of people who are even like big sailor moon fans like i i've got the friggin' tattoo you know and if i if i wasn't doing the show and i was only watching sailor moon for enjoyment like some kind of peasant <laughs> Okay, right, right, right. Uh, I, I'm sure I would have, like, as they came out, as they went up on Hulu, I, I would have absolutely gone further and watched more of Sailor Moon, right? Uh, I, I would have okay. watched them as they came out. I would have finished out the series by now. Uh, but I was, you know, saving them because I want to come to them fresh on the show. But we have also gotten that same thing with a lot of people. And I'm wondering, is it just because these these weren't the ones that made it to Cartoon Network? Like, that's kind of got to be it, right? Yeah, I feel like it like it really feels like Sailor Stars is that thing that you heard about yeah. that you heard whispers of that never actually made it like stateside, like like a forgotten video game sequel or something. I mean, the, the you know, the last you know, when did when did the last episode of 
Sailor Moon Super S air in America. Some of supers? You mean Bad Horse? Ugh. Oh, yes, I do. What episode? When did Bad Horse stop airing? Oh. What episode would that have been, Jordan? Um, let's see. I'm trying to look it up. Uh, uh one sixty-six. Yes, that is what it is. Uh, I guess. Let's see. November sixth, two thousand is what. Uh, so. Is is what uh Wikipedia is telling me, Doctor Wikipedia? Wow, and and you know what, and and what a very different time. And Wiki Moon is will also tell us when the next episode aired, right? Let's see, which would have been where is it? Next That's episode, last none. Year, right? <laughs> episode one sixty seven is what you're looking for. I know, but in the English dub, it was saying there isn't a next episode. Um, and it, this doesn't list it. It doesn't, in fact, list when it airs. Well, there, in, I guess there Moon. wasn't an English dub then. The, well, there was. No. It was on Hulu. Oh, oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. But there wasn't like they would just be subtitled. So I guess they weren't shown on TV at all. Mm-hmm. God, no, not at all. You had to like you had to be like a true fan you had to track who, them like, down. Dug up import. like tape cassettes or or weird like or, or or just like weird fan subs or something. You had to be dedicated to look up Sailor um, Stars. Yes, yeah. and so so like that that was that was literally. So then it was what like something like. 17 18 years that you couldn't get it in america um before you finally could which is pretty extreme um i know there was a um a, what do you call it a like a fan dub as well uh, that people were doing yeah also i i do want to express that i do feel like i sound like the like uh, the biggest idiot in the world for being like oh these weren't on tv right like i know i'm on the podcast i should i should have <laughs> these facts at my command folks it might not be late where you are. It's late where I am. <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, I have a Sailor Moon development. What? Really? Yes. Uh, I, as you know, Jordan, as you know, Annie, uh, mm-hmm. we have a Patreon on this show that has, uh, we've been putting up quite a bit of, of bonus audio uh, lately. We've We've done... I think every episode of Xena that we've done this year, which is, is only like two, I think, but they've both come <laughs> with half an hour of bonus audio. Oh, because uh, well, how? Well, because Allie and I get bored watching that show. <laughs> so we oh, that's sad. That. No, it's we we go off on a lot of tangents, uh, but they're they're interesting and fun. So if you want to hear us talk about uh, our favorite knives or or talk about uh, the nature of television. Uh, it, it's it's good stuff that you can find on the Patreon, but I run the Patreon, uh, and it is also like my Patreon, like like it's my Patreon account. So when I back people on Patreon, like that's what they see. Oh, right. gotcha. so I have been recently getting into a lot of people who do uh like cartography for D anD D on on Patreon, like maps for 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 uh battling, particularly like on virtual tabletops. Uh, I like making maps myself a lot. So a lot of people have like, you know, they have uh, map assets. So they'll have like floor plans and then you can like all the pieces of furniture, are, like individual images that you can just kind of drop on it. Uh, it's essentially Legos, but it doesn't take up room in my apartment. And I find it incredibly soothing. And, they're, and you're really good at it. You make good maps. Thank you. And Annie has seen a lot of them because uh, the D&D campaign that we played is over now. Mm-hmm. We're, we're done finally finished one after 17 years of playing D. yeah that was how long did we play that module like two years 
we did we did curse of strahd for quite a while yeah uh at least at least a year yeah i think it was it was before we were definitely in the early stages of that campaign circa christmas 2018 because i remember you you were in the drowned city of berez uh around christmas and you all get christmas presents that's true uh because i i of course i'm going to give well that wasn't the early stages though we were like we were probably in the in the late like first third i would i would think yeah i mean it was before we went to the amber temple it was before we went to the amber temple but that was that was high level play right there yeah okay so maps yeah oh right (laughs) so i've been i've been backing a lot of people there's a ton of people who are doing really neat uh maps that you know it's like you can literally just give them a dollar every time they draw a new map and you get it in like high res and you you can play D&D with it. And they're very cool and they're very like specific. Also, weirdly, a lot of sewers and a lot of people who are like, <laughs> here's a way for you to make your own sewer map, which is a thing. Again, I've played D&D for 17 years. I think once in a campaign we had to go down into a sewer Every map person I follow, every cartographer is like, yes, here is my third sewer map, as you have all demanded. I mean, it's definitely a video game thing. You always go to the sewers in a JRPG. Yeah, I don't get it. I don't get it. (laughs) Ninja Turtles? That's where all the slimes live. JRPGs and Ninja Turtles, man. But like, I I know about (laughs) both of those things. So anyway, point being. Uh, some of them that I uh, am a supporter of uh, announced what they were going to release this month. And uh, it's something really exciting. It was uh, Afternoon Maps on Patreon. Uh, they're going to be doing a clock tower, like a multi-level clock tower. And I was really excited because uh, if you listen to Annie's podcast, Jim Jammer, uh, which is an actual play show, uh, I just finished running them through an adventure that was like very heavily inspired by castlevania and that's the second time i've run it i I wrote it using uh like castle ravenloft as a base and then i kind of wrote all new stuff to fill it up with but it was heavily inspired by castlevania and both times i've run it my big regret has been making a clock tower which is a classic castlevania set piece from the video games is is it's it's prohibitively difficult it's time consuming there's no good clock tower, uh, which is which sucks because I feel like that's a very dramatic place to have a fight, right? Yeah, sure. gears, clocks, medusas. Sure. Yeah, it worked for the great mouse detective. That's true. Anyway, and Back to the Future, and Back to the Future, and the video game Clock Tower. Also, <laughs> that seems natural. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But uh, so I left a comment on the Patreon and I was like, hey, I'm super excited about getting a clock tower map. Uh, I've run some Castlevania inspired adventures lately, and I really wish I would have had one then. I can't wait to see it. And the person responded, thanks, Sailor. Because I forgot (laughs) that my Patreon display name is Sailor Business. That's pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, on our Patreon, that is, they won't let us change it from the Gem Jam to Crooked Russian Cam. So our first name is the. It's very good. Yeah. Well, then, look, you're in you're in good company. The Rock. How's that first name? That's true. The Edge. Yep. The Iron Bull. I don't know what that is. It's from a video the game, Iron Jordan. Bull. Gotcha. The kids are into it. I've heard of those. 
He's he, he's a big monster husband. It's he, fine. Don't worry. He's a large him. bisexual minotaur. <laughs> Pansexual. I guess that's true. Uh, do you want to talk about the show? Probably. What show? Okay. Yeah, the show. Do you have any Sailor Moon developments, Jordan? No. But I was going to say something <laughs> a million years ago. Cool, 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 cool. Just to clarify, any this 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 episode that we're watching today is the first thing you've seen of 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 Sailor Stars. Of stars, yes. Oh man, I I I know the gist of a couple of things in Sailor Stars. I'm vaguely aware of Chibi Chibi's deal in like uh in like a a, a GeoCity summary sentence. Sure, sure. But that doesn't really make much sense for me. No, I mean like you guys were you know making jokes about uh, con- not, context wouldn't help, but man. I feel like this is a particularly bad episode for that. Like you get nothing. They don't give you nothing. A, they don't give you anything about who the three lights are. You don't get anything about the like starlights. There's no henshin. There's nothing. <laughs> this is the yeah. W- what's going on with the villains? Like the, everything about this season is in it for like five seconds. Yeah, I yeah. guess the starlights don't even transform in this one. They don't do transform. They? they appear transformed for a second. Yeah. All right. Well, let's do it. This is going to be nuts. <laughs> half of this is going to be us telling you oh here's what this is no no not really not really but i hope that's good radio <laughs> well i'm really excited because i again i feel like if we really put the hammer down we can get out of here in like a trim 45 oh, everybody's gonna be everybody's that's... gonna be very satisfied with it particularly wow. me and jake Hilarious. yeah i feel like jake's really really definitely believing this is a real sentence that you're saying full of real actual truth words we have 32 minutes from now to wrap everything up. Don't make a liar of me. Here we sorry, go. sorry in advance, Jake. Yeah. I did not mention this earlier, but we are watching the episode entitled The Screaming Dead, Terror of the Camp Monster, a somewhat, somewhat misleading title. Yeah. Uh, it was written by Kazuhiko Kobe. Uh, the director was Hiroki Shibata. The animation director was Yoshihiro Kitano. And it originally aired on August 10th, 1996. And you know what that means. Uh, it's almost time to go back to school. It's almost Christmas. It's two days before my 14th birthday. We talked about your 14th birthday so much last episode. A lot of episodes in August, dog. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Like, like we went on and on about it. How can we be talking about it again? Baby I've, well, I've had one every year. <laughs> this it doesn't take place a year later. Little teen Christopher. <laughs> yeah, I know. We talked about it extensively. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Wow. It's, I guess we just never have to talk about my birthday again, if that's how you feel about it, Jordan. How about this? We don't ever have to talk about your 14th birthday yeah, no, it's fine it's fine we'll just never we'll just never talk about my birthday i didn't realize that that my birthday was something you had a problem with i don't but it's just that i listened to we're, 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 sure? it sounds like you do i listened to the episode that we lit, did for for two weeks ago uh, a couple days ago when i posted it and we talked a lot about your 14th birthday <laughs> Are you saying that Chris's birthday is not worth celebration? Yeah, yeah. Once a year. <laughs> I mean, like, what, I mean, Annie, I'm glad you're hearing what I'm hearing, which is that Jordan doesn't, um, I guess, like, give a fuck about my birthday. No, I don't said. think he cares at all. I yeah. think he would rather that no one ever mentioned that you were birthed at all. 
I mean, I'm feeling more like that all the time, if that's what you mean. I guess Jordan just wishes I was never born. Wow. Wow, Wow, Jordan. He's going to add a little ringing bell to it. That's what he's going to do to take care of it. The more we talk about it, the more he has to cut. Let's move on. (laughs) He's just about to close up at the library. Let's let's move on. Um, Okay. Let me tell you something about this episode. Here's a little preview. You mentioned it when we talked about the name and we're going to do a bit about the name in a moment. I I forgot. I just remembered. But um, a combination of two things, the name and then the fact that in the little preview bit at the beginning of the episode, they they call out and reference Friday the 13th. And I know you're not a horror movie fan, Chris, but I am a big horror movie fan. So I was excited. I was like, they're doing a horror episode and they're saying it's going to be referencing friday the 13th this is the best and then the episode was like a super letdown from that so i wanted this to be the the let's go on vacation episode and I mean, also it, be it like is. a weird supernatural horror episode and it is not but to it's- mention it's like it's it's summertime so that's when you tell ghost stories in japan it's it's is that true things yeah oh, that explains a lot it is wait okay hang on i want to come back to that but like it's both of those things and it's also neither of those things yeah why is summertime the the ghost time in japan Annie? i don't know exactly why but i the the sort of thing i usually hear associated with it's like oh ghost stories make you make a shiver go down your spine it cools you down or something but like Ghost stories are usually like a summertime thing. I, I guess the closest connection we would have is like, you know, ghost stories around a summer campfire. But like, yeah, that's that's why the the Japanese cicadas and stuff, the Igarashi, that's why it, they're usually really associated with like ghost stories and stuff, too. Hang on. Did we have a ghost? Did we have a spooky summer episode last season? I do not believe we did. I feel like we we've this is. I guess this is the third because the Loch Ness monster episode is also a spooky summer episode. No, then you're, you've you've missed one. Uh, there's the well, one there's about the, them going to the lake, the haunted lake. Right. There's the haunted lake, and then there's the monster, and then this is the third one. No, I I count. Wait, do they always just have weird monster stuff when it comes to beach episodes? I count the Loch Ness monster one. I think yeah, the Loch that's Ness what I'm monster. saying. Like that's I I also count. Well, it. then I'm you're missing one. You're missing one. There's the one of the backdoor pilot for the the monster hostel. Or whatever it was. Right. There's the one where her and Mamoru go to the place where there's like a ghost in the lake that like is in love with Mamoru. Right. Um, I forgot. Is Pinch and Adam's not the same episode as the the Nessie one? No. That's okay, like in, two seasons that's, away. In my head, it was the same episode. Yeah. So. The Nessie one is like a is like a Rini centric yeah. episode, isn't it? Yeah. 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 And like the one with the monster hostel is the one where Usagi has like a, an old grody swimsuit that she has to patch with ribbons or something. That is that swimsuit that one? is great. No, that, I that think she wears shows up that in a couple swimsuit. of different episodes. Yeah, I think she wears it, but she doesn't make it in that episode. But she does wear it. Mm. Mm. Have people cosplayed that? That seems like it would be a, like an easy cosplay. Yeah, if you want to you ask me if people swimsuit. went to anime conventions in swimsuits. Yeah, Jordan, I don't know if you've ever been to like a convention, but um, a lot of people wear like <laughs> things I would not wear out of the uh, house. All right. Yeah, I Googled like, it. Full suits of armor. I found instance. one. I mean, it's a girl at a beach, but it, she is wearing the Yusagi uh, bathing suit with the bows on it. And she's got her hair done up. That's fun. Yep. That's fun. I, 
It's fun. That is. It is fun. Oh, and not only that, but it's a picture of a girl doing that uh, on a site that is selling it. It's an Etsy site selling the swimsuit. They're selling the moth-eaten swimsuit yeah. that is hastily repaired with ribbons. Yeah, so you can, and I think, you know what? Can I tell you something? I think they might have some other Sailor Scout swimsuits here, too. Uh, hit me with that link right quick. Um, Sponsorship opportunities, <laughs> everybody. Just, like, listen, we've, I don't believe we've ever had a sponsor. That doesn't mean we won't. We'll take, we'll take your money. There you go. All right, let's 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 take a look at these because we get uh, I believe we get like mostly new outfits, if not uh, uh, like all new outfits. Oh, they have they also have up there to demonstrate what it is from the show. They've got the turnaround of the of the of for the oh, cartoon. Wow. Yeah, that's pretty amazing. That turnaround is really great, too, because she's like actually like expressive in the turnaround. It's not just like yeah. a standard official handbook to the Marvel Universe. Like she, you can see her like being embarrassed at her ratty swimsuit oh my god yes they've got ray's one piece they've got uh, a swimsuit that ami wears wow this is pretty great actually when chris's birthday comes around no we, we can't talk which about is it. when <laughs> move on <laughs> move on it, it has been forbidden <laughs> to, to speak of the the foul day as jordan calls it <laughs> i've never done that but all right so all right. anywho um, so that where are we? Oh, we have to. We're still about to name. We haven't the show. started the episode yet. Yeah. So we're naming yeah. the show. What should we call it? For those of you who might be new listeners, sorry. Uh, and also, we do a bit where we give uh, since these episodes were never aired uh, in bad dubs on American television, we like to give these episodes their bad dub names. Annie, do you have a bad dub name for this episode? Oof. Hmm. Hmm. Mm. Oh gosh, I don't know. On the spot, Jordan, do you have one? Um, not yet. for he's a jolly good fellow. <laughs> oh, I love it. That's I mean, good. again, those are those are checks that this show cannot cash. But we'll have to run that by legal. <laughs> <laughs> so that's pretty good. Um, who's? Oh, it's Ray's cousin. Let's see. Um. I I got nothing. Ceramic horror. I've got nothing. Jesus. I've got nothing. I said. What do you got? This is like this is. Here's what bothers me about that, Jordan. Is like this is your actual job. It's, it's like, to, I, like part, when you part say of it is coming up with titles, right? When you say, oh yeah, but I would first of all, I would spend some time on it. You're talking about at my actual actual job. Yeah. Uh huh. I would like, you know, think about it for a while. I'll tell okay. you what, I'll get back to you in a half an hour. All right. All right. I'll set a timer. All right. Kith and kiln. Hey, Siri. Set a, set a timer for uh, half an hour. Okay. 30 minutes and counting. Thank you. <laughs> like, like kith and kin? Is that too much of a stretch? Is that anything? Kith and kiln? Oh, kith and kiln. It, it works better when you're reading it. I mean... I, I got a couple. Okay, let's right. hear them, yeah. I think uh, Shattered Dreams would be, ah. a, would be a pretty good one. Yeah, yeah. It works yeah. on a couple levels. Also, uh, I, I think just go, going full on with the theme and calling it, like, Nightmare on the 13th 
would also be very that's a that's a strong deke move gotcha yeah you're right yeah. no that's that's referential it's bad it doesn't actually it's make any sense bad. when you like <laughs> when you like examine it closely that's yeah. that's well crafted yeah thank you i've i've spent a lot of time trying to put myself in the shoes of h reginald cloverway <laughs> that great american entrepreneur <laughs> So, like I said, it starts with a with a preview, which is once again uh, Usagi writing to Mamo. No, it's that, again, not using that song. Not. Sorry, you're dead. Nope. Sorry, you died in that exploding plane in the first episode of the arc. Yes, okay, so of... Mamoru's dead then. Well, <laughs> that's the answer. Well, I can hear the comma. <laughs> um but so you saw he's writing to memo you see memo went to america well halfway <laughs> but he didn't make it except here's the thing for some reason a, no no news of this plane exploding ever reached <laughs> japan okay did Jordan, the airplane hit an iceberg what <laughs> i am going to ask you this even Please. though i have requested no spoilers for the season oh Okay. But I have to know, did the plane actually crash? I don't think so, no. Okay, so, because it does, it definitely, like, I don't know how much of it is a bit that you're doing, because it definitely looks like something happens to it. No, something definitely happened. I, again, honestly, I don't remember entirely. Okay. I'm going to assume you guys have already made all the lost jokes you can get out of this one. Oh, no. I don't think we talked about Lost a lot. No, we didn't. Wow. No numbers. <laughs> oh, good. all the all the numbers. I mean, you Mamo could just is, cut yeah. back, cut back and forth to Mamaru fighting a giant polar bear made out of smoke. I love it. That does not seem out of character for this show, though. <laughs> so she's writing to him. Oh, yeah. So and so she, whatever happened to him, we don't a hundred percent know. But we know that she writes to him every day and he never writes back. Well, where does she send the letters? Do we know that he doesn't write back? Yes. Remember, she cried about it. Has that been mentioned? Oh, uh, Very dramatically so. She told that to Saya and he was all like, ooh, that's... Jordan, ooh. I'm going to get real close up to the mic here so I can be honest with you. You may. Usagi cries about a lot of things. <laughs> no, but and this was like I a... I can't really keep track of them all. This was My not a... It's Mamaru. Socks supplies are down. The winter has brought down morale all across the state of the scouts. Hey, yep. Uh, yep. Annie. Uh huh. Do not put the idea of Ken Burns doing a documentary about anime <laughs> in my head because I will now never be satisfied with this fallen world in which we live where that has not happened. Good. Ken Burns presents anime. So you want it to just be all of anime? I want it to be you like gotta, I mean, you the the harmonica covering covering a maiden's prom policy. Uh, yeah, honestly, if it was just about what went down in in Tokyo between ninety two and ninety seven, <laughs> that would also be a very choice Crystal uh, point. documentary. <laughs> Um, all right, so so we're still in the. My dearest Katzi. 
<laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> I use love to manipulate idiots like you. Uh, Chris, we're at 31 minutes right now, and we've not yet started the show. We're really. gonna, we're gonna, you have to go, Christopher. We got it. We can do it. I believe in us. I believe. I have faith. Um, all right. So that's the preview. Uh, she talks about being scared that she's going to be scared and that she doesn't like horror movies like Friday the 13th. So, well, I have some good news for her. <laughs> this is nothing like that with regards to the content of this episode. Wait, Chris, if I tell you that this is exactly what Friday the 13th is like, will you watch it? <laughs> um, absolutely not, Jordan. <laughs> well, you want to lie to me? Not I, to talk how about do you know things? it's a lie? You have never seen it. My one exposure to the Friday the 13th franchise was Freddy versus Jason, which I saw oh. in theaters as a high school student. And in the first five minutes, it's like a it's a first person POV shot with a lady who's going down to Camp Crystal Lake to, uh, you know, get dyed. Um, and she like takes off her towel and turns around at the camera and she's like, come on, let's get in. And she's like naked or at the very least her boobies are out. And in this dead silent theater, we heard. This 12-year-old boy, voice cracking, shout out, sweet! <laughs> See what you're missing? <laughs> yeah, you're, you're right. I uh, live and work essentially on the internet. Where will I see naked women? No, no, but you want to hear the other, the other children. You want to hear the 12-year-old boy like a titty. <laughs> ooh, ooh, could you have phrased that in a slightly creepier way? Nope. <laughs> Right. No, I think that was that was the creepiest. Yeah. All right. Let's 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 go to the episode. Then. So. So, OK, this episode, I said earlier that this is a weird episode to start on. And it is. Uh, it starts fucking weird. Uh, it starts with a guy smashing a bunch of ceramic. Uh, uh, I guess these are vases, right? That he's made. Um, I don't know. Pottery. Pottery. Yeah. He's just smashing them. He's angrily looking at them and then fucking smashing them to bits yeah because they're garbage speaking of <laughs> speaking of sweet for 14 year olds <laughs> in walks in a woman in lingerie <laughs> right as you said it, it happened on my screen <laughs> by the way and listen i don't want to get too crude but there's a there's a there's a nipple accentuated there's shot a nipple in situation <laughs> involved in this they, they went out of their way to like, she is go. Just, she like is the just... lightning flashes behind her as she breaks down the door yep she's just coming in and out of this rain now who is this this is aluminum siren yeah yes this is instagram influencer sailor aluminum <laughs> siren so this is this is just one of like the minions in this in this section then yeah yeah I assume just by having seen a Sailor Moon before. <laughs> you unfortunately missed the entire Mini tenure boss. of Sailor Iron Mouse, uh, Nezu, who is dead now. And, and again, As will in, happen. in keeping with this being fucking weird, like we barely met this woman. Like we've oh, seen, really? I think we've seen like an episode and a, a, a moment with this woman in it. And yet we've seen quite a bit of her. Well, yes, that time. <laughs> But it really seems like this is the kind of thing where, like, this would be maybe five episodes in. It's like, you get it. You get the gist. She's going to yeah. come in and blah, 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 blah. Here's her shtick. This is just like, hey, what's up? I'm the bad guy. No, she is brand new. I mean, in the show's gentle defense, 
she does the same thing Iron Mouse does, just with a slightly different attitude. They show up for a person that they think maybe has a amazing star seed that will be the kind they're looking for. They pop it out of the person and then they go, nope, that's not it. And then the person turns into a monster. The end. Like, that's what always happens. They're really speeding up the whole shtick. Like, even the Amazon trio had different, you know, things that they did. But ultimately, it was always just like, all right, here's the really long draw. Now let's get out the mirror. Oh, it's the wrong mirror again. Well, 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 I mean, again, the show does usually draw it out in the sense that this is a thing that usually happens, you know, 12 minutes into the episode, not second three, which is what has happened here. And then like she is just she she just like pops out the seed and then she's like gonzo for the rest of the episode. This yeah. is all that 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 we see of her here. Now, actually, can I tell you, though, that is something I will compliment her on, because that was the thing that was always kind of. Funny slash weird to me about the previous mini boss is that. She would pop out the seed and be like, God dang it, that's not the one. And that's when the Sailor Scouts would show up and they'd be like, hey, stop what you're doing. And then she would be like, yeah, I'm done. I'm going. Bye. And then she would leave um, and leave them to fight the monster. And the fact that she doesn't even see the Sailor Scouts means she's more efficient at it than Sailor Iron Mouse was. Also, she's not working in Tokyo. I just realized that. I mean. Look, this breaks the premise of the show, uh, (laughs) because once again, why is she out in the middle of fucking nowhere? Other than other than that is where we are watching the (laughs) watching the television show. Right. And the Sailor Scouts aren't even there yet. Yeah. Yes. They're not even there. They don't. I assume they don't really know that this person, spoilers, has a connection to one of the Sailor Scouts. No, no, absolutely not. Absolutely not. They, they're they literally if just they picking a person. If they could be going anywhere and looking for the Starseed, why do they just do it in the same, like, six block radius? <laughs> I mean, it worked perfectly well for everyone else. Well, I mean, Chris, you know exactly how Iron Mouse was choosing her victims. She was looking at popular magazines. That's true. She was looking at popular <laughs> magazines at her job at Ginga TV. So I don't we don't know how this woman is choosing her victim. Do you think Nezu got like a like a memorial thing on on a Ginga TV show? Like, do you think they were like, oh, they like put together a like remembering Nezu yeah, like package, a little, like a little remembering Nezu package when she was yeah. murdered by Galaxia? <laughs> You know what? I'm going to go with maybe, but not yet, because I think they would just have to call her missing. There was no body. Oh, no, you're right. They put up Green Day's Time of Your Life instead. (laughs) But but I mean, okay, that's. God, how much have I missed? Because is is Ginga TV like Dark Agency, where it is just a front for Galaxia's operations? Or is it like a legit business Unclear. Just had a job at for some reason. <laughs> no, it's definitely owned by. It's definitely run by Galaxia because you remember she had. There's like an elevator up to see her. But if but if you also remember, there was also piles and piles of paperwork being done. So something is actually happening. Yeah, they're they're putting on it. They're putting on television. I think uh, right. A, a thing that is notorious for its paperwork. <laughs> Why is this show so complicated? It's <laughs> All right. literally for babies. <laughs> and again, 
we're three minutes into it, and that is that includes the opening credits uh, okay, and theme. Fine, fine. fine. <laughs> let's, but let's keep going. You know what it's time for now. Not the act break. <laughs> it is time for all new super cute outfits. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody gets a new outfit. They are all incredibly cute, and I love them. Particularly, uh, Makoto has uh, some great style going on. Also, Ray's sporting a crop top. It's crop top season. And it's such a 90s crop top. It's very good. It's very good. So what are they playing? Oh, they're playing Old Maid. Yes. Yeah. Which, why would you play cards with with Ami? She's, you know she's counting. (laughs) She's been banned from every casino in Vegas. (laughs) It's it's Old Maid. That's not going to give her a benefit. You don't know that. Okay. You're not a professional gambler like Ami Mizuno. No, you're right. Uh, but, Look, but I mean, Ami again. knows when to hold them and knows when to fold them, okay? <laughs> oh, Jesus. That's very true. Uh, I mean, Old Maid is like a psychology game, right? <laughs> is it? Uh, uh, no, I, but if hey, you overthink it. Can I be it, straight up 1 million percent real with you? Yeah, absolutely. I literally do not know how to play Old Maid. Okay, you here's pick how you play. Cards from, you pick cards from the other person's hand until one of you picks out the Joker. Yeah, but, you, you, but like when you're picking them, no. Yeah. The, no, from the Academy Award nominated film. Um, Fuck. <laughs> I, I still haven't seen it. I'm kidding. Um, no, you deal out all the cards. So everybody's, so all the cards, and you're trying to pick pairs. So you're picking a card out of someone's hand and you're trying to get a match for a card you've got, but there's only one Joker and whoever ends up with it at the end of the game loses. So like, imagine you're playing Go Fish, but you're being really forceful about it. Yeah. Well, wait. Why is it called old old maid then, and not the Joker, old Joker. is the old maid? Um, and because because traditionally it's, it's because it's not... when women don't get married, they they're terrible. <laughs> no, but I think in the old days you would play with one queen. Okay, that makes more sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the, if they the if they were going to call it old Joker, they could just call it Joker twenty nineteen. We live in a society. <laughs> <laughs> or in fact, actually, I I think I remember you playing it as a kid where you just take out one queen so that. You don't even know which one. Like somebody will still get a pair of queens, but then there's going to okay. be one queen. Well, that's really weird, though, because on this show, we know there's always a second queen. That's true. <laughs> there's always going to be a Metallia or a, or a Mistress Nine. All right. You want to go through these outfits? Uh, yeah, I, I love these outfits. Um, Again, particularly Mak- Makoto. Uh, she's got. It's it's this. I don't know. Just go watch the episode because it's oh, wow. extremely cute. And I'm not really quite sure how to describe it. It's and like a green shirt. polo shirt with a with like kind of a ribbon tie up the front. It's like her boots if it was a shirt. Yeah, it's like a, a polo bit. shirt, but there's like a there's like a lace up uh, bit on the front. So it comes out in a small tie, like right where the polo shirt collar connects instead of buttons. I like Chris calling it a shoe shirt. I think that's good. It looks exactly like her shoes, but if they were a shirt. It does match her boots. Her sailor boots. Right. Which you should keep your mind on. Uh, Ami's got this cute little sailory top with like a little like big sailor collar and it's tied and it's got stripes. Everybody looks very summery. They look like summer Uh and it's very good. Is that a sailor outfit or is it a hoodie? I just thought it was a hoodie, but I I guess it's like a sailor collar because it's like tied. Yeah, it looks like it's a little like nautical, but I can't tell if it's supposed to be like sort of a like kind of a like a slub collar or or what. So they're going on vacation. 
Yeah. And, and also, I guess we should mention that Ray is wearing uh, that gigantic red duck goose oh, pendant that like she a, always wears. That's so important to her. It looks like a <laughs> it looks like a Christmas cardinal. I think I have an ornament like that. I thought it was a phoenix. Maybe I think about X Men too much. <laughs> I mean, it, look, it may very well be. So yeah, she's wearing it. It's it's very shiny. It's ceramic. And, it's uh, also huge. It's like the size of her palm. It's definitely oh, yeah, it's heavy. Big. It's big. Yeah. But but again, you 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 know this already, of course. She always wears it. It's very important to her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ami and her, her her sister talked about it that one time. Her sister, the tennis player. Why is Ray always wearing that <laughs> not, bird that's thing? That's not Ami. That's uh no? that's shit. Uh uh why can't I remember Molly's name? Oh, Molly. <laughs> Naru. 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 You're right. I'm sorry. Dummy, dummy. Anyway, point is, they're talking about going on vacation and and they're like, you have a relative who recommended this place? And she's like, yeah, yeah. My my older cousin, who was a ceramic guy, he made this. And they're I like, oh, that's so cool. I just remembered Miyako's name. There you go. <laughs> I just remembered. Um, he made this. You know what? He thought he thought it was he thought it was shitty. Isn't that weird? And then we get yeah, this. Can't, can't, can't imagine why. <laughs> and then we get this fucking crazy flashback and it's only half crazy because we already saw this guy doing it this it's the guy from the terrifying beginning flashback yes yeah he is a master ceramics maker like he's he's Ceramicist. an up-and-coming ceramics didn't they call him an up-and-coming ceramics he's very he's big in ceramic circles <laughs> this is how is, this is that's how just a pottery wheel thank you annie you, I, you got there before i did thank you Aww. He he was in he was in Ceramics Monthly. Um, that's how she found him. Anyway, the point is, little baby Ray, not baby, little baby little Ray, Ray, who is dressed exactly like uh, Rita Farr from the Doom Patrol. You're right. You're right. She used her shrinking powers to shrink down a little bit. Yeah. Who who also has the very red cheeks to show she's a kid to show she's young. She looks that's... like she's a doll from It's a Small World. Yes. Yeah. She there does. is a there is a creepy dullness about her. So this guy is she's excited to be hanging out with her cousin. He is staring like a madman at a piece of ceramics that he made. So, it, so let's let's like this is a little girl in very close proximity with a man who is shouting old. and breaking things. Yeah. He stares at it and he goes, This is a failure. This is and, terrifying. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Who left this girl alone with him? And he, he does this to item I mean, after grandpa. item. <laughs> yes. And her, remember, her politician remember father. Remember when Ray right? had a grandpa? We felt, people told us she has a politician father. Well, I was going to say, like, I assumed that her, her parents were dead, and that's why she was living with her weird, horny grandpa at the shrine, uh, which does, you know, nope. seems like a thing that there would have to be some circumstances that would lead to. Remember when she had a weird boyfriend? Chad. Chad. Who also worked at the shrine? Yeah. He's still alive? <laughs> we probably I bet you we're never gonna see him again though. He's chatting about somewhere. Yeah, I think we've I think we've seen I keep thinking we've seen the last of uh Ikuko, but she showed up in the last episode. Yeah, that's with, true. With a speaking part. So that's true. I do believe we have seen the last of Naru. Uh, I Naru and uh, she Umino. walked into the sunset with Melvin. Yep. 
And rumor has it we've seen the last of Chibi of regular Chibi. I I I, oh, I really I don't believe it because I'm live in fear, but I'd be happy to for that to be the case. Yeah. So um, listen, this guy is violently smashing all of these things. They're all failures. And then he gets to this what I thought of as a phoenix and what you guys are talking about is just a weird looking ass bird. And Ray literally <laughs> what is starts, a phoenix but a weird looking bird, Jordan. That's you're right. Ray starts crying and is like, no, don't, don't. Don't smash that too, no. And he's like, uh, "Yeah, all right, you can have it." Yeah, it's it's a weird scene. Uh, this guy also, is this dude, this dude, broken. like his. Can we just talk about what he looks like? Because his facial hair is the worst. Oh, Are you talking it's... about Jesus of Nazareth? On no, no. <laughs> he's got like inconsistent stubble. It's like, it's like. And Bashonen eyes. It's like 20 years ago, Johnny Depp facial hair. Ugh. <laughs> uh, I will also tell you, this is this is the scene that turned me on Chibi Chibi. Really? Yeah. Because she's just being a, a Pokemon? Yeah, because she's just literally, that is what I said while I was watching it. She, <laughs> she's, she, what is she, a fucking Pokemon? That is what I said out loud watching the show while I ate lunch today. I, my understanding is you like Pokemon. I no, do. dude. No, dude. She's like, she's like a freaking pretty cure mascot character. Yeah, like, she's I, running I, I, around. My friend safe. Key is really, really into into pretty cure like i I've, I've watched like a bit of a pre-cure she is into all the pre-cure she told me about a pre-cure uh, a couple seasons ago that was just the mascot character it wasn't a cute little animal it was just a talking baby you, you it keep was saying just words. a magic baby from space you keep saying words that mean nothing to me <laughs> what so are you pretty, talking about pretty cure is like sailor moon fine pretty cure is the Maho Shoujo anime that has been running with like a new team every season for like like 20 freaking years or something like anytime that you see anybody that is doing any kind of send up of like Maho Shoujo they're mostly working off of Precure not like Sailor Moon or anything at this point but like it, it, it's like it's sort of like Super Sentai but animated and for little girls like really little girls like eight year olds I, I've never heard of it. Now, Annie, when you say a magic baby from space, do you mean Superman? <laughs> no, I wish I meant Superman. Uh, yeah, I don't like I don't like it. I don't like Chibi Chibi. She's literally just running around. Like, say, saying Chibi Chibi and like trying to get snacks while <laughs> Usagi has to chase her down after this. So does, she, weird... does she say words? Did she say words in, in the last episode when she was introduced or is this it? Is it just Chibi Chibi? I legitimately do not recall. She only says chibi chibi because they're like, you're you're little. And she's like, little, little like that's. Yeah, like it, it, she's just is like a, a baby. <laughs> that's all. She's just repeating words that people say. I am um, almost now certain she, that she is not going to turn out to be a monster. But I my gut feeling is she is a monster because they like she is infiltrating Usagi's life. I mean, she's clearly younger than. Then she be useless. So she's probably like eight hundred and fifty years old or something. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> that fact was banned. Back, uh, so they go to Camp Crystal Lake or whatever, and um, then are we at the part where they fake us out yet? No, not quite yet. Um, they're walking uh, down a path as they're going camping, and uh, 
they're talking about going and they meet like, is that a cop? I can't tell if it's a cop or just a guy with a, a cap that looks like a cop. He looks like um, a cop, but he doesn't have white gloves. And it's pretty great. He goes, hey, you guys going camping? And Mina's like, yeah, I'm looking to fuck. And, <laughs> <laughs> and the cop goes, that sounds great. Hey, you know, there's a monster that's been terrorizing people. Anyway, see ya. Yeah, Minako finally found a personality and it's horny. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's Chris's favorite version of her. So it's chainsaw time. Yeah. Thank God. This is when the episode gets good for two seconds. <sighs> yeah. Well, J- Jordan, you, this is this is up your alley. Well, they, yeah, this, they is, could... this is briefly up your alley and then it's up my alley. Yeah, it's entirely alley. up Chris's alley. At some it's, point. A, it's a fake out. It's a fake out. They make it look like there's a zombie with a chainsaw about to kill some co-eds at a campground. Uh, so Jordan's very excited. Yeah. I was like, this is so what he's the facts. First see, of all, I guess. Is that like what? <laughs> That's what you like to see. Yeah. Yeah. Horror movies. Slasher movies. They're great. Mm. Uh-huh. Um, mm. Then it turns mm. into the Power Rangers fighting Jason. Okay. You say that like that wouldn't fucking own. <laughs> no, no. Sure. Again, I thought this episode was going to be the Sailor Scouts fighting Jason and I was on board. I'm what? sad that's not the case. Chris, did you catch the name of this of this Sentai team? Uh, like their full name? Yeah, I I did not. Show commanders. Well, yeah, show commanders, but as they're a Sentai team, so they've got a whole thing. They've got like an adjective before that. Oh, I didn't see that. What is it? They are the the secret task force show commanders. Yeah, they're a secret Sentai with ponytails. Now they have ponytails because these three heartthrob uh, boy bands have the worst haircuts. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. The, the these, are rat ta- the, these are not ponytails. These are rat tails. Yeah, unfortunately true. And they're actor heartthrobs, you know. And so they are in these. They, they Oh, yeah. By the way, cut. This was a movie they were making. Ha ha. Good fake out. Which is weird because they literally like they are a Sentai of a yes. sort. Kind of. Like yes. They are a, a squadron of magic people who transform and fight monsters. So you have to think like when they get this job, like when their manager who or whoever is sending them out on these <laughs> jobs, like they got to be like looking at each other like, should we? Is this like really? This is literally like the, the Silver Age story where Clark Kent, where Clark Kent gets hired to play Superman in a movie. That's great. That's it great. is a great story, actually. No, it sounds like a really good one. So the three lights are like in their their Sentai uniforms between shots and are like, you know what we should do? Take off the expensive and elaborate costumes that we're using to film and just go swimming. Let's go swim in this grody ass lake. Because that's totally a reasonable thing for actors to do between shots. And they are filming at what what we refer to as camp. They have referred to this thing as going to camp, but it is not going to a camp. They're going to a, a camping ground. They're going to a park. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. Where? It looks pretty fucking campy to me. But <laughs> so Ray walks this really slow ass, badly animated walk uh, over <laughs> to her cousin's place, and uh, who lives at camp? <laughs> lives near oh, the Jordan, camp. It's been a half hour. My phone oh. just went off. What's your What's your title for the episode? Um, I didn't. I remember to think about it. So this is great. Uh, let's call it. Uh, camp. Town races. Nope, that's not a good one. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Wow. 
no, that's a, that's a bad is, one. Yeah, you're, yeah. you're doing bad ones that are bad in the wrong way. Yes. Yes, I am. Yes. I mean, you're right. So th- if I'm just trying to do Deke, it should be like camp craziness or like, like, you know, vacation, vacation, uh, vocation. Nope. That doesn't make sense either. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> miss, my dude. All right. Forget it. Uh, look, you, you won. You got, you got the best one. Anyway, she goes to her, her cousin's place and it's, she goes in and guess what? All of his shit is smashed. Um, Hey, just like old times. Yeah. She's yeah, like, like, huh? I guess he was just in another funk. That's weird. <laughs> yeah. I guess he's his. She's got a cousin who lives all alone in the middle of camp who goes on violent rages when he is artistically frustrated. See, he could have been a psycho killer, but they just they dropped the ball. This is not a cool guy to hang out with. These are red flags. Jordan, Mm -hmm. are you telling me like I want you to think about this? I want you to take a moment. I can even set a timer for you if you'd like. Oh, God. Okay. (laughs) before you answer this, I want you to think about it. Are you telling me you want an episode of Sailor Moon, the cartoon Sailor Moon that we watch? Yes, yes, yes. Where just people are being murdered. I mean, do you remember how much I loved that piece of Sailor Moon Hannibal crossover fic someone wrote for us? I don't. It was so good. Hannibal ate Memoru. (laughs) Okay. Jordan, you're weird. <laughs> Horror movies are good, man. I just I we've been doing this for a long time and I I've just never really gotten used to it. Horror movies are good. They're just good. Like I I'm not a weirdo to think horror movies are good. Lots of people like them. Uh I don't like them, Annie. Hmm? You are you you a horror movie fan? Uh yeah. There you go. I guess I'm outvoted on this. I one. like I like some good horror movies. I like uh, I like really crappy horror movies. Uh, I don't really like slasher movies all that much, though, honestly. That's fine. There's a lot of different kinds. Mm-hmm. Listen, I will I will admit that of the three of us, I am the weirdo who doesn't watch horror movies, but did watch the four hour documentary on Nightmare on Elm Street. Wait, what? I mean, I watched that. It was great. Why did you yeah, watch it? Really it? I, it was really interesting. Dude, John and I watched about- Annabelle Comes Home like two days ago. It was terrible. Looks bad, yeah. Is that, oh, it was is that a haunted bad. doll movie? Yeah, it's a haunted doll movie, but not really, because it's more like they have the haunted doll and then they're like, what about a bunch of other ghosts that we don't have the room to make a full movie for because we don't have Ugh. anything? Let's just sort of parade them out one by one. Lame. Also, the, the warrants are flim flammers. Right. That's that's what I was about to say. I, I, I didn't watch any of the Annabelle movies because I watched The Conjuring without realizing I was giving money to those fucking con artists. And I was like, OK, I'm done with this. I'm never watching their, these movies ever again. Yeah, I would be remiss to to one to one Ben Gully if we did not take a moment to say the Warrens are flim flamers and absolute horrible people. Yes, for sure. Anyway, agreed. This is awesome. Oh, I'm getting so much backup from you today. I'm so happy. I'm not. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so anyway, uh, all of the Sailor Scouts get into their bikinis and run into the ocean. Yeah, um, or lake. I'm sorry, lake, not the ocean. This crystal clear lake. Um, I this crystal clear destiny lake. 
I do want to point out that Usagi's torso is weirdly elongated, even by yes. Sailor Moon standards. <laughs> it, it does. It looks very weird. It's a weird shot. She's like stretched out like taffy. Yeah, 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 yeah. For sure. Her and uh, Mina get into a water splash fight for like 50 years. It, go- it does go on. <laughs> and then while they're doing that, uh, three mysterious shadows start swimming up to them. Is it three sharks? Is it three lake monsters? No, it's the three lights just being weirdos. Yep. Again, no chemistry <laughs> between between Seiya and Usagi. I don't know. I would not if I did not know that he was regarded as a love interest. I honest to God would be shocked if someone told me if I didn't if I didn't already know going in. It's like, oh, yeah, there are people who are really into Usagi and Seiya who don't like memory at all. If I hadn't heard that before watching these episodes. I would be shocked that anyone thought there was a romantic connection between these two characters. You still would prefer him to Memora, though, right? I mean, <laughs> I mean, that's a real, that's a real Freddy versus Jason. Honestly, it's just weird to like toss this in here when they've spent, you know, 180 some episodes establishing Usagi and Mamo as faded moon lovers. Yeah, season five seems like a <laughs> seems like a bad time to throw in a love triangle when one character's just not around anymore. Maybe dead? The, you know, the one that has to like be the dad to their daughter that's that's still back in time, oh, maybe? Shit. Is okay, wait. Okay, are we supposed to think that Chibi Chibi could be Seiya and Usagi's kid? I oh, don't believe shit. there's any suggestion of that yet, but maybe that'd be fun. Okay, because that would be honestly a truly wild way to set up Seiya as a, as a legitimate love interest. I mean, Usagi is largely defined by the men with whom she has to give birth to horrible children, I guess. <laughs> so they're all just shooting the shit with the three lights. Oh, you guys are defending the world in this movie haha ha, that's fucked up like the jokes you were making actually the same ones haha ha, that's fucked up <laughs> yeah that's they're like haha ha, that's fucked up and meanwhile Miyako's just like haha ha, let's fuck up let's fuck let's fuck let's fuck, let's let's fuck, fuck up. <laughs> yeah she's super she's super uh uh ready to go she she's very much like she's speaking in the third person in like baby talk about oh i'm so scared hold me Hey, hey, I said I'm scared. I said I'm scared. <laughs> they are not interested. No, it's in not great. Mina, which is kind of weird. She's a very pretty girl. Like, what's the problem? She's the she's the, the sailor of love and beauty. Yeah, I'm saying it's weird. Poor Mina. No respect. Meanwhile, they're like, hey, have you heard about this monster? And Usagi's right. like, monsters don't exist, which is wild. Which is a yeah. wild statement to make when Juban is publicly attacked every week. Yeah. Usagi Skino. <laughs> I don't know what her middle name is. I know I know Rini's name is Usagi Small Lady Skino. <laughs> Serenity. Usagi Serenity <laughs> Skino. What are you talking about? There's no monsters. I don't think she has a middle name. I don't think they usually do. Look. I'm looking. 
like one of the first freaking episodes that I guessed it on was a Munico-centric episode where somebody was like, do you believe Sailor Moon exists? And this is the exact same energy. Yeah. Uh, maybe Usagi is like, listen, monsters don't exist. Now, Yoma, phages, <laughs> daimons, guardians, those, those are straight up real. Monsters don't exist outside of this five block radius. Monsters don't exist. They're just weird creatures made from <laughs> shoes that we put in an oven that made them sexy. Yep. <laughs> now, horny elephant, elephant vacuum cleaner women. Yes, that's real. Monsters don't exist. Just sometimes there's an evil avocado. <laughs> okay. Monsters don't exist. It's just boxy. Oh, God. Monsters don't exist. That's just Ray's grandpa. <laughs> that's fair. And I believe that conversation is going to take us on into uh, our what? break. Does it? Yeah. It, it is. It's doing it now. I mean, we skipped a bunch of stuff. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> We're already over time. We are. This is. It hasn't been. It's been more than forty-five minutes. You. It's mean? been more than forty-five minutes. It's How very is upsetting. that possible? Well, it's possible because time flies when you're having fun, Jordan. You know what we should do? Aww. We should use that ability that you had to like say all those things in in ten seconds. That would be nice, but that is a, that is a skill that has taken me years to cultivate. Speaking of having fun, Jordan. Oh, I love fun. Speaking of having fun, uh, if people have fun listening to us and they're like, "Hey." I would like to support this show and, and, and keep it coming out and maybe get a little something extra uh, out of the show. How exactly could they go about that? Well, they could go to patreon.com slash sailor business and they could sign up to become a patron of the show for as little as a dollar a month and for as much as $60,000 a month and not a penny more. Um, in between those two numbers, though, there's a couple of different levels that you could sign up at and get different things like uh, like the audio clips that you were referring to earlier. Five dollars a month gets you uh, access to all of our bonus audio and other bonus content as well. And then for 15, you can get one of these sailor business pins, which are super fun and cool. There's uh, the Luna, not, uh, Luna Axari <laughs> pin and there's the um, tennis ball Sailor Moon pin, both of which are amazing. Yeah. Uh, and we actually just put up a new, uh, level, like a new milestone goal today. Oh, uh, because of a conversation that Allie and I had, uh, if you were a Xena business listener, you may have already heard about it, uh, or maybe hearing about it in the next episode. But, uh, if we get to, uh, $1,200 a month, Allie will start taking fanfic requests. She's going to write fanfic. Yes. Wow. I think I think specifically for Xena, but but who knows? We'll we'll see where the wind takes us on that one. Uh, but you can also uh, help us get to goals where we will do things like Jordan. You're going to record some more Sailor Moon themed music. Sure. We've talked about doing uh, maybe some video episodes if where I play through the uh, Sailor Moon uh, video games like Sailor Moon Another Story, the RPG. Uh, we have talked about doing like. Uh, patron-only shows uh, where we look at some other things. And of course, the level that we're at now uh, keeps us making the Chibi-sodes and Gabby-sodes where we talk about things that are not the shows but are close enough. Guys, you got to get 
you got to get to that fanfic level and then request that that alley uh, uh like write up fanfic of the the Xena Sailor Moon crossover that we came up with. Mm, that would be good. That would be good. But I do want to thank our newest patrons. Uh I believe Ooh. these are our first patrons for the year 2020. Love it. 2020. Anno Domini. Uh we would like to thank Pravina. Thank you Pravina. And Whitney. Thank you so much Whitney. Yeah, thank you for joining us on the show and for backing us. And thanks to all of our patrons and all of our listeners uh, for being with us. Yeah. Helping support the show. We love you guys. I'm fond of them. Oh, well, I guess I spoke too, too, too broadly. Uh, should we get back to it? Because again, it's we're coming up on on 70. <laughs> yeah, let's do it, man. All right. Back to the show. And we're back. Hello. So the mics have an idea. We, we call them Mike because their names are all light. All three of them. Their first name is light. And so we're saying in America, their first names would just be Mike. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but they have an idea, an awful idea. They have a terrible, awful idea. It's not a wonderfully awful idea? No. Um, here's a hot take, everybody, if you're ready. Are you, are you ready? Yeah, yeah I, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm just like, because you, you're jumping ahead again. And so I'm just watching through the scene where uh, Chibi Chibi's running around with a flaming stick. But go ahead. Oh, we'll get to <laughs> yeah. that. No, we, uh, we're jumping past it, actually. We're jumping back. We are? Okay, great. Look, look, why don't we why don't we take that first and then I'll, you can everybody can mentally prepare themselves for my hot take. Okay. Uh and then I will uh, while we cover this stick fire. This stick- I mean, I mostly said it. This fucking toddler is running around with a burning branch. Yeah, while well, they're making <laughs> camp curry and it's just like Pokémon. <laughs> when listen, when she evolves, you guys are going to eat your words. I mean, that would actually be interesting. <laughs> You'll see. I'm not going to pretend like it's not. <laughs> she she used to cut. I guess she more digivolved because she turned back. Yeah, was, yeah. She, she she's more like oh, a digivolution. Okay. Yeah. Chibi Chibi is like. You, when you breed like two Snorlaxes together and one of them's holding the, 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 the right incense, so you get a Munchlax. This is the baby form that they introduced in a later generation. You getting all the Jordan? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm, following? I'm, I'm following okay. along. Okay. Absolutely. So, yeah, here's my hot take. You ready? Yes. Let's hear it. Pranks are bad. All of them? Virtually all pranks. Yeah. Listen, I, I, I'm, I was, I was going to be like, what about, and I'm like, no, I'm, I, I can't think of an example that was like, that's oh, that's a good one, though. The only good pranks are like when surprise birthday party. What? Surprise birthday party. I hate surprise birthday parties. And also, I'm not allowed to talk about it. (laughs) I meant for me. Wow. (laughs) One time my friends threw me a surprise birthday party and they made 40 cakes. That's terrible. That's amazing. That's as many as four tens. Oh. Hold on. Did Lex, is this Lex Luthor who did this? Yes. Okay. 
I was hoping someone actually made 40 cakes. Oh, no, there were there were 40 and, cakes. Some of them were cupcakes. So did, some of them so, were big cakes. Some of them were small cakes. So, so you're telling me, literally, there were 40 cakes. There were 40 cakes. This okay. is the only surprise birthday party I've ever had in my entire life, and it was great. Because, like, a lot of times the people will go, well, no, but this prank is a good... I mean, like, at one time I... Uh, as a, I mean, this is kind of a, a pleasant prank. I, I, I printed out, uh, I used like this, uh, the website rosterizer to print out a giant image of a coworker's husband and put that on her wall. <laughs> that's, that's not really a prank. Well, it was a prank in that she wasn't expecting it. She was away. And when she came back, there was a giant picture of her husband on her wall, but you know what? She left it up. She liked it. <laughs> I mean, theoretically she, she liked her husband. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, no, the only good pranks okay, are like on April Fool's Day when websites oh. will change slightly to like a different theme where they'll be like, oh, the website looks like it looks like it did in the 90s or whatever. Like those are those are fun. All other pranks are bad. R.I.P. Think Geek. Th- I wouldn't even I wouldn't even say that Think Geeks were good because Think Geeks was always lying about products. OK, yeah, well, that's fair. though, they would usually make one of those products a real thing. If you like pranks, what you really like are lies. <laughs> like, do you know about the the Improv Everywhere one of best gig ever? That, yeah, I heard the This American Life about that a long time ago. And that's like dystopian. Like, because that's the one that like, it sounds like, no, but that would be good. And it's like, oh, but no, it, it's not. It's like, not no, it all. would actually be be bad. Like, it would be good for like an hour. And then and you then... find out, remember that good thing you felt? It was bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> it would hey, be like that good feeling you had where you thought people liked you, you fucking idiot. Hey, 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 here's a funny prank. Remember when your wife said she loved you and she'd marry you? That was a funny fucking joke. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if you don't know what we're talking about, um, basically improv everywhere, a group of art terrorists <laughs> did a thing where they were like, we're going to give... Uh, we're gonna give a band the best gig ever. So they went and found this uh, like indie band that was performing at a bar. Yeah, like an obscure band, like an obscure band. And then they got a like a like a hundred like a hundred or like two hundred people to show up. But they also like went to their websites and like memorized all their songs so they could sing along. So they like pretended it was their like be- the best concert they were ever been to. They all loved the band so much, and so the band was just like, holy shit. We we made it. Yeah. Like these, these people are actual fans, but they were also like really weirded out by it because some of the songs that people were singing along to, they had put up like two days before. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, so sad, no. Yeah. It's fucking bad, dude. Because then they, then they had to find out like, oh, this was, t- this was not like, these weren't actually people who necessarily, like they didn't not like our music uh-huh. theoretically, but they didn't, like they weren't there because they like the band they were right. there because i mean they knew i'm no sure show up and i'm sure some of the people them. who did this like because of the through the act of doing this now like this band you know but they weren't what they were pretending to be which was like real huge died in the wool fans that's mean yeah. like i know again yeah, and they, they didn't mean. think it would mean they didn't think this let's fuck up these people's lives they thought they literally thought like this is going to be a great thing for them. Like they're going to have a great show. But then it was a big, like fake a big fake lie. Yeah, 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 yeah. Then it was a big fake lie. And then also like, he- here's the thing. That's so embarrassing. What happens, what happens at their next gig? 
that's like mortifying. Yeah, it's yeah. horrible. Pranks are bad. That's mean. Yeah. Like I like I like a goof, but goofs and pranks are different. So tell us about this prank. Oh, um, Saya uh, is a real asshole. Is is the, is the prank? So what if? Bear with me now. What if we knew a whole bunch of people that were out camping? And what mm-hmm, if we decided mm-hmm. to scare the shit out of them for no reason? Okay. Yeah, what if we, um, you know, just like rolled up with a chainsaw? What if we wanted to horrify a child who could only say chibi-chibi? Yeah, what if we wanted to terrorize the, uh, these children that we know? Uh, well, hold on. Yeah? Our peers. They're the same age. Well, okay. Well, they also chibi chibi. Our peers and a child. <laughs> yes. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. This hypothetically extremely realistic costume from the movie set that we work on. What if we wanted to? What if we wanted to waste money? Yeah, yeah. We'll get the we'll get the guy in the Jason costume to come and scare him. Hey, uh, doesn't that monster that's destroying their campsite? By the way, well, by the way, uh, oh, this is super funny. He's literally smashing all of their stuff. That's a great bit that 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 our friend is is doing. Yeah, also literally breaking these girls' tents, destroying all the food they brought, destroying. That's super funny. Also, these anyway. two dumbasses can't tell the difference between a zombie <laughs> costume and like clay face right, with a right. sailor hat with a sailor outfit. Right. Yeah, doesn't he look a little different? I don't remember him having a giant hammer, but oh well, this is pretty funny. <laughs> so Bad. fucking dumb. So so then Saya's walking up. Saya's wearing the the Jason costume or whatever. Surprise parties are also alive, by the way. But what's that's, still alive? That's a subject for a different time. And sometimes your friend make you cakes. I don't. <laughs> um, I have talked quite a bit on this show about how I've got the anxiety, and yeah. I realize that I was just about to say I do not want to be surprised by cake. <laughs> Can I tell you a really <laughs> unpleasant story? You could just say, I have anxiety. It means the exact same thing. Oh, yeah. One time, uh, like, my friends threw me a bachelorette party where I didn't know what the events of the evening were. And by the end of it, I had a panic attack. That I was just about to say, a friend of mine in college, we went out to a diner. And when he was in the bathroom, we told them it was his birthday. And they brought him a cake. And it unfortunately gave him a panic attack. It was very unpleasant. (laughs) I don't. My wife refers to me as a participant. (laughs) And I don't mind, like, I don't mind, like, getting, you know, the, the song sung at the uh, at the restaurant. I will never request it. But, like, if it happens, whatever. I will appreciate it and I will be delighted. Uh, I will be appropriately grateful and delighted by the event. My phone is telling me I need to go to sleep. So. <laughs> but. We'll talk but, like, later. I don't. I don't. If you're going to bring me a cake, that's awesome. But like, I need to know I'm getting a cake. I need, do not surprise me. Unless I specifically request to be surprised. Doesn't sound like like being surprised. I thought I wanted a surprise bachelorette party. By the end of it, I did not. I wanted to go back to the hotel room and play Pokemon. Okay. That said, I did request that uh, my best friend's uh, perpetrate, quote, a heist or scheme at my wedding, which they did, and it was great. Yeah, there was some well, kind of wizard thing involved, wasn't there? There, there, was a, there was a wizard scheme involved. It was very fun and very sweet. But it was not a prank. It was a heist or a scheme. Very different. different. 
goofs, heists, schemes, great. Pranks, trash. Can you do a positive prank? Isn't that just like an unexpected compliment? Yeah, like what? Like a prank is a lie. So you would be like a prank creates a lie in which you are forced to inhabit. So what would be wow. a positive lie in which you are forced to live before you are told it is a, a lie? lie. You are forced to no... inhabit. That's incredible. Like 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 a thing where you think something bad is happening, but then it turns out not only is it not, but like something really good is happening. But then your brain tells you something bad is happening, and then it doesn't stop telling you something bad is happening, even though something good is happening. Yeah, it would, if okay. I could, if okay. I could stop having the feeling that something bad was happening, I, I would, I would save a lot of money on pills that I take every day, Jordan. Can you like, imagine to... your brain not saying, "Oh no"? That must be great. What about? Okay, hold on, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. What about? What about pranks that are annoying? What about pranks that are annoying? I mean, those are bad by definition. What right, the fuck but are like, you talking about? but like, can't you kind of appreciate them even though they're annoying? Like, you're talking like a salt and pepper diner situation. Oh, I don't know what that is. Or That's like a, or like a, the, like a peanut brittle thing full of snakes. Well, I'll tell you the one I was actually thinking about when I thought that was one of the punishments they did on Impractical Jokers, which was not a deathly awful one. Which is a show about pranks. A hundred percent. That's why, <laughs> that's why I'm thinking of it, off. because it's about <laughs> pranks. But, uh, but one of the punishments they did that wasn't like horribly terrible and one that you'd immediately go, no, is they went, they broke into Joe's house and they gift wrapped mm -hmm. everything in his house. <laughs> Why? So it was incredibly annoying for him, but it was kind of like, Oh, that's very funny and kind of brilliant. I, I mean, I mean, yeah, it's look, it's always funny when it's happened to somebody else. <laughs> Yes. If yeah. you, you know, lack um, basic human empathy, uh, then but, well, shit's this hilarious. One, no, first of all, no. They all signed mm. up for this. They all signed up for yeah, this. Yeah, that's the, that's the thing. They they literally signed up for it and yes. are getting paid a lot of money because yes. that shit was on literally Constantly. all the time. Yes, Constantly. <laughs> So they have signed up. They are not creating a lie in which they are forced to live. They have opted in, which is different. You can opt in to a lie that surrounds you and permeates your life, and that is a different situation. What I was saying, the Salt and Pepper Diner situation, that's the John Mulaney bit about going to the Salt and Pepper Diner and playing um uh what's the pussy cat? Oh what's the pussy cat fourteen times in a row. Sure. But with with a with a it's not unusual in the in the number seven slot to make people think that it's over. Which that's not a lie. So I'm okay with that. That's an annoying circumstance. Well, that's sort I of the same the, with the gift the wrapping yeah. up is more of an annoying circumstance. Okay. I am enjoy I am glad that we're going to have a, a intense Patreon discussion <laughs> of what is and is not a prank. All right. Let's get back to the show. No, but this is super plot relevant. No, it is it is plot relevant, but I think like I feel like it was plot relevant. Yeah, before we started talking about the impractical jokers, before Q, this is this has started spinning out wild. Was Joe? Anyway, no or care. Anyway, the point is, uh, the, the Seiya shows up in the Jason costume, and he's like, "What the heck? What happened?" And they're like, "Did you just show up just now? Does that mean that was a real monster?" And then they run to go uh, fight a real monster. 
so so like the monster. The monster is 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 Clayface from Batman, but he's got like a little sailor collar on. Is that is the sailor collar? Is that a yes. motif? Yes. All of the phages are sailor <clears throat> whatever. See, okay, that's to the, dumb, but okay. According to the wiki, this guy's name is Sailor Artist. I don't care for that. No, it's not I don't great. Care for that I disagree with that name. Um. Hey, you know what? Uh, I just realized this is kind of an actual Evil Dead reference because what happens is he tries to kill Ray, and uh, and Ray cuts her own hand off with a chainsaw. <laughs> Ray cuts her own hand <laughs> off with a chainsaw. Exactly. Uh, no, she drops the necklace, and he sees the necklace, and that kind of stops him in his tracks, which is a thing that happens in um, in Evil Dead at one point. Isn't that uh, a thing that happens in any anime when somebody's brainwashed sees something they 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 love? Yeah, you're probably right. It's probably not really an Evil Dead reference, but. I but like you're but you're just looking for anything that you can get at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They transform. Uh, Sailor Mars and Moon transform. Sailors Mars and Moon. Sailors Mars and Moon. And they they tell uh, this monster that he shouldn't terrorize people at a summer camp. Unforgivable. Yudas and I. Oshioki yo. And uh, then he, he makes a pot from his gut. Yeah. It's I, pretty gross. I'm so uncomfortable by this. I did that literally with a D&D monster to terrorize my friends. I don't like before or after you saw this. Oh, uh, uh, before, like weeks ago. And you were there. Yeah, I, mm, I just she wasn't picturing it, apparently. Something about the specific animation of this coming right out of his abdomen just makes me deeply uncomfortable. It's nasty. It's it it is like it's nasty. It's nasty is what it is. So the monster has a flashback about the necklace. The same one, the same flashback. Yeah, we are they reuse the animation. The same blastoise. They should have they should have pulled a a last Jedi and had them both remember it differently. I didn't I didn't You mean like, like a like a Rashomon? Wait, which one was the last Jedi? Okay. That was the that, that was the most second most recent one. one. Yeah, right? yeah, it's the, the one in the middle. The one. It's one in the middle that 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 made me so tired of Star Wars because then I had to talk to then then there were just men on the internet telling me about Star Wars all all hours of the day. Listen, I I say this as uh, the co-host of a Sailor Moon podcast with roughly two hundred episodes. Men on the internet talking about stuff. Who needs it? Um, speaking of reusing animation. <laughs> They then like yes. do the same fight that they did before the flashback. Like he blasts the same pottery at them again. Yeah. And so so this is a point where like you would think that they would maybe do some like cool stuff because, you know, he's a man made of clay and she has fire. Nope. Maybe like some kind of like kiln thing. Nope. She shoots nah. an arrow. Nope. And then Sailor Moon does her Sailor Moon move. And uh, that fight is over. And then, uh, first of all, Sailor Mars says, Cousin Kengo, which is like, that you blew it. But hopefully he <laughs> won't remember that. Yeah, you blew it with this incredibly <laughs> unstable. Uh, like, Violent, recluse. This, this has not fixed any of his problems. Although, honestly, if you're going to tell anybody... Tell this guy who's just constantly <laughs> shouting and breaking things, because who's going to listen? Well, I'll tell you who might listen. The three uh, Sailor Satellites who have just been watching the end of this fight. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> they don't know whose cousin he is. They don't know 
<laughs> cousin that is, though. They could do a little research, but listen, they're not going to do it. Do about. they seem like the kind of people who are going to do a little research? Actually, did they did 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 the scouts mention at any point in this episode that they were here to visit Ray's cousin? To them, I don't remember. That's a great question. I don't think so. I mean, they said it on the train, but I don't remember. But not maybe not. They said it to us, their yeah. secret camera friends. <laughs> So the sailor starlights jump a million feet away. Uh, and then we cut back to uh, the art, sailor artist, I mean, artist cousin's uh, place where he's teaching them how to make pottery and Mina blows it. She tries to do a ghost. Wait. It doesn't work. She me, she does what? Tries to I ghost. See. She tries to ghost. It doesn't okay, work. Okay, okay, okay. I got it. I didn't. I, honestly. I was trying to move past the, the, the Mina Co blows it thing Sorry. i was trying to move past that real quick legitimately it, it is late my phone has told me to go to bed i was not sure what jordan meant she she destroys the pottery she's it. trying to make. I got, got it. it okay i got it yeah um she, and, she goofs it she hex it up yep she hex up real good and then ray's like oh man all your pottery got destroyed and he's like yeah you know this might be a good opportunity for me to start over and i'm sitting there going don't you do this regularly? Like, this is all we know about you is you smash your own fucking pottery. I have literally never seen you sell a piece of pottery. I've only seen you smash them. Maybe the time that he did it when Ray was a, a child and impressionable, uh, maybe that was like the last time. Maybe he was like, yeah. And then after that, I got way better. Until no, the beginning no, of this episode. Doing, yeah, he was doing but, it right there, like without a monster or anything. He was just doing that all on his own. Okay, well, I'm he out is of a ideas. dangerous, violent person. Yeah, with a pattern is... of behavior, they should not be alone with him. This guy has he's a, a real he's a real Eddie Brock, the real Venom from mm. <laughs> comic from books. 2019's Venom. Is that is that Black Carnage? That's Black Carnage. Yeah. Okay. Wow. That's from, that's Spider Man. That's, that's Muscle Spider Man. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, hey. Straight up, I'm gonna tell. I'm gonna drop a truth bomb Please. on everybody real quick. Uh huh. Venom is a better film than Joker. Probably, yeah. By a wide margin. I haven't seen either of them. Venom. Jordan is a film. It doesn't know what it's doing. Jordan, I'm gonna tell you a secret. Uh, okay. Venom's good, actually. What? Yeah, Venom's a hoot. Okay. I think you would really like it. I feel like Venom doesn't totally know what it's doing some of the time, and it's just kind of a weird movie, but it's also a, a very enjoyable ride from start to finish. Okay. It is super fucking weird. It's very weird. It is a movie where the two main characters, as a friend of mine put it, are Tom Hardy and Tom Hardy doing a funny voice. I mean, and they like Wait, didn't he, he already do that start, movie? <laughs> he doesn't start Venoming until halfway through the movie. Oh, but when he starts Venoming... Venom want tater tot, Eddie. Uh, there, I laughed. There is a line in that movie that made me laugh so hard. I literally started crying in the theater watching the movie Venom. Okay, okay. You, I remember you mentioning this to me when I sat down to watch Venom. What was it again? <laughs> uh, well, I don't want to spoil it for Jordan. I, but I type it to her in a text. Okay, I don't okay, know I'll, I'll do it. It's when, it's when, uh, Eddie asks the Venom symbiote why it has changed its mind about uh, trying to murder everybody on Earth. And uh, the symbiote goes, back on my planet, uh, I was kind of a loser. <laughs> wow. 
And because Eddie is also a loser, he's really bonded with him over that. <laughs> okay. It's a very weird movie. <laughs> She's hilarious. The villain's amazing. All right. Yeah, let's, let's, Venom's good, actually. Let's wrap this up. So uh, after all of that, Sailor Moon is, by which I mean Usagi, is t- telling off Seiya because apparently the, the, the story they told was when he saw the monster, uh, he fainted. And so she's making fun of him for that. And uh, then he's standing in front of a door when he's talking about this. And so they open the door, which knocks him over on top of Usagi. And everybody's like, Usagi, oh, my goodness. You let this guy crawl all over you. Everybody's like, wow, they, they're clearly fucking like I <laughs> like they're making a baby and the baby looked at me. <laughs> Hey, like, hey, like anime friends, it's a love Hina. It's just a straight up tired ass love Hina. Well, I was going to ask, um, Annie, because yeah. I know you've you've got like more of a, a comprehensive knowledge of different anime than. Yeah, than I'm a I weeb. Do, What's up? Um, like this whole thing where uh, like, say, I kind of like trips and falls on top of of Usagi and then Usagi's like, oh, you're a pervert and like slaps him. Has that ever been done anywhere else? Yes. <laughs> I feel like that's a, I feel like that's this is the first time I've seen it. Really? Really? No. Yeah, like, is that not really? No, this is a prank. I'm creating a lie. <laughs> Chris, Chris, are you telling lies? I was telling a lie for humorous effect, aka a prank. Uh, wait, but isn't that what jokes are? Jokes are lies, Jordan. Wow. Have you seen Galaxy Quest? It's all lies. <laughs> That movie's a really big prank. Hey, hey, Wait, the hey. movie is a prank? Hey, Chris, <laughs> I, you know how I keep telling you, you? I keep telling you to come visit, Christopher? Uh-huh. Uh, uh-huh. The, the Museum of Pop Culture has a has a Saren suit. It's got like, it's got the full costume from Saren from Galaxy Quest, the bad guy. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I was so also sure the Dracula Cathedral. It was a prank trying to get him to come visit. Wow. No, it's got a Dracula <laughs> Cathedral. It's a place made for Christopher Sims. Other people like me, Jordan, and they they like are happy I was born. There's nobody like you. A certain day. Which day? Did you say nobody likes me? No, I said there's nobody <laughs> wow, like you. I can't believe like that's usually not you're what a little, I said. you hide it a little better. That's not what I said. Come on. Now you're doing a prank on me. No, I, I feel like I'm the one who's been pranked because I've thought we've been friends for all these years. That's literally the opposite of what you say JK, JK, every JK. episode. Yeah, okay. All right. This JK, has been JK, a series JK. of lies. Oh, god damn it. We've never even watched Sailor Moon. <laughs> What's Sailor Moon? <laughs> What's the moon? <laughs> you know what a sailor is, right? Maybe. That's yeah, me. Okay, great. According to uh, Afternoon Maps on Patreon. <laughs> hey, are yeah, we done? It, it all comes back around. That's it, right? We Yeah, I just brought it full circle. I think that means we're done. Yep. Uh, let's talk about what we learned in this episode, because we always like to learn a little. The, the Sailor Moon, as we all know, is our society's greatest moral and social text. <laughs> <laughs> I live my life by it, and I know you do, too. Yeah. Let's talk about what we learned from this episode. It's time for Sailor Business says. Annie, we will start with you. What did you learn from this episode of Sailor Moon? I learned that sometimes a television show just needs more mascots. No, more. More! Aww. Jordan, what did you learn from Sailor Moon? I learned that if you are working on uh, creating something and it isn't perfect, it is a failure!
Yeah, I know you're an editor. Remember those notes I would give you <laughs> every issue of Yeah, you, would, you would literally like I don't know how you did it. You would <laughs> smash my scripts. <laughs> how about you? I learned that I was going to do the same thing, oh. but I, I guess that is the the obvious one. Yeah, sorry. Uh, I learned that if you're looking to get down, oh. wink, wink, oh. go to camp. <laughs> I mean, that's that's pretty accurate from my understanding of camp. Yeah. Really? What? I mean, I never really? went to camp, but I have I have a hard time believing that would have been the situation. Oh, that was listen. not my that was not my drama camp or my horse camp experience. Really? Uh, listen, drama camp is actually surprising. I didn't go to camp because I don't like the outdoors. So that yeah, was same. a lie. You I do told. not. But I do not. Um, there are biological functions that I do not do outdoors under any circumstances. <laughs> <laughs> But one of them is not lovemaking because if you went to camp, <laughs> gross. Uh, we really should have called this episode uh, "Minako Aino's Wet Hot Japanese Summer." <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's all accurate. Not a good one. No, I don't think. Not a bad one, but like not a good one. I I don't feel like I have a. I've been introduced to no. the Starlights at all. I'm not sure what their deal is. It, I, it's a, it's a, I think it's a failure of an episode. Uh, it's not mm. terrible. So you should smash it. Yes, we should smash it. Um, no, it's a failure because it's them going, hey, let's do one of those episodes where we like shake things up a little bit, except to no positive end. Like it, it didn't. Uh, cute outfits, at least. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. These episodes should theoretically. I mean, like you were saying, Jordan, like they, they give them an opportunity to do something that's not just the standard Sailor Moon formula. And they kind of never really take it, except like they never really well get away from the formula, even when they present a very different premise. I mean, Pension Adams. Yeah, but that was kind of like the, the like there was a monster in that episode, you know? Yeah, but it was completely it unconnected. The monster we thought. Well, it feels yeah. like they don't. They don't divert from a formula enough. Like we were talking at the beginning of the episode about how this is so weird because it's not really part of the formula, but it still has enough trappings of it that it feels like it's just sort of a half-ass attempt to do something rather than really committing one way or the other to do the formula or don't. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I recognize that they, they've been at this for 183 weeks, but you know what? So have we. <laughs> And I feel like we we deserve a little more consideration from the makers of Sailor Moon. I think it's true. Yeah. So yeah, not 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 terrible, but you know, imminently skippable. I think is is where I would place this one. Yeah. Hey, no horse though. That's an improvement from the last time I was on. No horse. Also, I feel like the the Starlights. Doing a Super Sentai movie is a strong enough premise to carry a, an episode on its own. It should not have been wasted on this nonsense. That's true. Where it doesn't even make sense for them to be fighting a slasher monster. I, I'm just shocked they're not just straight up like a Super Sentai team. Like, this isn't just a weekly show they do. It seems like that'd be a perfect fit. Well, they do a different thing every week is the thing. Mm -hmm. I mean, maybe that's why they couldn't recognize what the costume was, because they weren't doing this movie two days ago. <laughs> sure. All right. Well, we should call it a night, I think. Yeah, that's it. Uh, before we get out of here, Annie, would you like to let everyone know where they can find you online? Absolutely. Which, not coincidentally, 
is a place where recently they have also been able to find me online. Yeah, there's a bit of a crossover there. Um, so you can find me on Twitter at Anniezard, A-N-N-I-E-Z-A-R-D. Uh, you can find information about all of the stuff that I'm involved in uh, with our shows. Uh, I will fight you. Date me, damn it. Both of which are coming back real soon. And uh, Gem Jammer over on uh, the website for Crooked Russian Cam, which is crookedrussiancam.horse. Especially Gem Jammer in particular, you might be interested in. First off, it is edited every episode by the wondrous Jake Mason, Mason whose work you may uh, be aware of if you listen to this show. <laughs> you are currently being aware of it. <laughs> And it'd be great if I could say his full freaking name without totally blowing it. Hi, Jake Mason. Oh. Anyway, uh, you can you also do a hear- clean take. Give, give Jake <laughs> the gift of a clean take. Make him out of it. But Gem Jammer uh, is currently in the middle of and uh, will and we finished recording a uh, campaign, a micro campaign that we've been doing that is the spooktacular that transcends decades. Chris has run a uh, a Castlevania style adventure for our characters. It's a Spelljammer podcast, by the way, so we can do whatever the hell we want. We've got a hippo man. Oh my! Uh, and he made a very good spooky castle for us to run through, and it's real good. And uh, if you listen right now, you'll probably still hear some of our Halloween spooktacular that transcended decades. Yeah, it is. Uh, it it was going to be the Halloween spooktacular, and then it it's going to end up being the Halloween. Christmas, New Year's, and Valentine's Day. Spectacular. It might run into March. I've been working on holidays for that one. The St. Patrick's Secular. Spook Patrickular. I don't want to ruin the joke, but I think it's going to be a good one. Uh, But yeah, it was was really fun. And if you have ever wondered, hey, I wonder what Chris is like as a dungeon master, uh, give it a listen. Because I I had a a lot of fun with that. Spoilers, he's a real good dungeon master. Thank you, Annie. Awesome. Uh, Jordan, where can everybody find us? You can find our podcast at Sailor Business on Twitter. You can find me on Twitter at Crackshot with a zero instead of an O. Did you say Jake's Twitter when you uh, talked about him? No. Well, you can find Jake Mason, who they just were talking about, on Twitter at JJ underscore Mason. How about you, Chris? Uh, You can find me on that bad website as... Uh, T-H-E-I-S-B, the ISB. You can also go to my website, which is T-H-E-I-S-B.com, and that has links to uh, all the stuff that I do, hither and yon, all over the internet. Comic books that I've written, columns that I write, and other podcasts that I do that, if you like this one, you might like those as well. Yeah. Like uh, Warrock and Ajax, the weekly comics podcast that I've been doing for 11 years. Wow. Or uh, Apocrypals, which is this show for the Bible. Chris, have you ever considered a dot horse domain? No, I recommend because it because I feel like the the best dot horse domain has already been acquired. Aww. Which one? Uh, that is the the podcast that I really enjoy. Hark, which is a year round Christmas music podcast, a year round holiday music podcast. They got Jingle Dot Horse. Oh shit! Which is very very That's good. Incredible. Yeah. Mm. Why the fuck did we even bother? Yeah, why do, why do we even have websites anymore? Why do we bother with cookingrussiancam.horse? Jingle.horse has been taken. Shit. You could do something about the terrible horse from Sailor Moon. Oh, ooh, Jordan. Jordan. Right now, before the show goes up, go get terrible.horse and redirect it to sailorbusiness.com. <laughs> that, is, that is your job right now is to do that before this episode comes I mean, out. That's going to cost money. <laughs> It's going to cost like $10, and as we are all know, money is no object for Jordan <laughs> It's worth it. It's worth it. It's worth it. It's worth it. Do it. Do it. Do it. I think it's more than that, but 
I can look. It's gonna be like fifteen. You can you can afford it. I know how much money you get from the show. <laughs> like a year. Fifteen a year. Yeah. A whole year. Twelve three hundred and sixty five days of terrible dot horse. Come on, do it. Do it. Anyway. I'm looking. Go ahead. Uh God terrible dot horse is gonna be fucking hilarious <laughs> for like the next five minutes. Trust me, dot horse is a gift that keeps on giving. It's why is it so why is the word horse <laughs> very funny? I don't understand, but it is. Uh we will be back in a fortnight in two weeks with an, uh, our next episode of Sailor Moon. Annie, you will be back. I will. To enjoy that with us. Uh we will be watching A Night Alone Together, Usagi in Danger. And how to cut Michiru in it. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. And until then, keep your mind on sailor business. Terrible dot horse. Sailor.